There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Characterbed1205 and says, Am I the a-hole for introducing my boyfriend's parents as grandma and grandpa to my son? This last Thursday, I, 29 female, went over to my boyfriend Jay's 25 male house for Thanksgiving and brought my son, 4, with me. I and Jay have been together for a year and a half now, and he's the most amazing man in the world. He's been amazing with my son. His bio father is not in his life, and I can genuinely see him as the one. Jay's parents came over as well. It's not that I don't get along with them, it's just I have only ever seen them three times before Thanksgiving. I have not had any time to really bond with them, I guess. They had never met my son in person either, but they both knew about him. By the time I arrived, Jay's parents were already there, and helping him finish up dinner. We greeted each other and Jay's dad asked, and who's this little guy? I introduced them to my son and then introduced Jay's parents as grandma and grandpa to my precious boy. I didn't notice at the time, but all three of them became quiet almost immediately. I ended up waiting in the living room alone for almost half an hour before dinner and things just were incredibly awkward for the rest of the night. My son did end up calling his parents by grandma and grandpa and I quickly noticed that both of them would be very disingenuous and awkward about it over dinner, but they did not say anything to me about it. They didn't stick around for long after either, but when they both left, both were very cold to me. I asked Jay, what was their deal? And he lost it at me. He claims I put him in an incredibly awkward position. His parents apparently didn't think that we were that serious yet and began to question him if I was only using him as a replacement daddy. He said that it was way out of line to introduce them that way without even talking to him beforehand. I think it's ridiculous. If one day he's going to be my son's stepdad, then why go through this formal nonsense? He's claimed that's not the point, and we ended up fighting till I stormed out. I have not talked since, and I have simply been waiting for an apology. I talked with my sister about it last night, and she said she was mortified to hear this, saying she also didn't read that we were all that serious, and she never felt that Jay intended to take on a dad role. This has got me questioning if I was wrong. And OP does edit and update the post shortly. And I had to go back and reread this one. This was the first time they were meeting your son and you went and introduced the parents as grandma and grandpa. How incredibly awkward that must be. And you only met the parents three times as well. That's an absolutely huge decision you've made by yourself because I'm guessing you assumed he's the one and therefore the future is all panned out. You know, you've decided this is what's going to happen. And as well, I just find it incredibly sad for the child. You say you've been together for a year and a half, which, you know, isn't early for some people. I still consider it quite early. Imagine you break up or whatever and you've introduced these people as grandparents and then your son's going to lose those people. 
It all just feels like nothing was discussed. It's way too early and it was a huge mistake here. But the Ashen Demon 4 says you're the a-hole. You basically made the decision that Jay and his family and now your son's family all on your own and with no discussion beforehand. And that is why everyone is upset. While I'm sure no one else is against the idea outright, the formal nonsense is a very necessary step when it comes to merging families. And to be honest, you probably need to have a serious discussion with Jay about where this is heading sooner rather than later if both his parents and your sister did not think you two were that serious. What if he does not actually see himself as a father to your child or does not see the relationship that seriously either? This is why we need the formal nonsense and talking it through with everyone involved. Chris says you're the a-hole. That's a major leap to introduce them with those terms when they don't fulfill that role. And the fact that he may one day be a stepdad doesn't mean he's dad unless you had a serious discussion about it if he will take on that role. Green says, are you really that shocked? The parents of a 25-year-old aren't ready to be called grandma and grandpa yet. You're the a-hole. You massively overstepped. It was not your place to introduce them at all, and especially not without asking if they're okay with that title. The lovely madam says, wow, 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 you're the a-hole. How extremely awkward. Also, did you think for half a second how devastated your son will be when you guys break up and grandma and grandpa are no longer in his life? How utterly confusing for him. You didn't think about anyone but yourself and your childish fantasy. You're the a-hole big time. You created an unnecessary core memory for your poor son. He'll likely never forget the moment he was introduced to people you called his grandparents and will develop feelings of rejection and abandonment all because of your selfishness. And even though I'm a woman, if I were your boyfriend, I would break up with you over this. There was a line and you just went tra-la-la and skipped over that line. Sally Manda says, let me get this straight. One, you've been dating Jay for a year and a half. Two, you've only met Jay's parents three times and this is the first time they've met your son. Three, you introduce people to your son has never met as his grandparents. Four, you are waiting on an apology because you blindsided everyone with this proclamation. Yes, you're the a-hole. I'm really not sure why you think everyone else is. Red flags. And one more comment from Five Foot Philly who says, Jay is not your husband. He's not even your fiance. He's not your son's stepfather. He's merely the boyfriend of less than two years of your little boy's mother. A boyfriend you don't even live with. Jay's parents are not your in-laws. They are the parents who you've only met three times of your boyfriend. Your son, whom they've never met, is not their grandson. He's the child of their son's girlfriend, whom they've only met three times. Of course they think you were shopping for a replacement daddy. That's the impression you gave, and now you are stuck with it. You're the a-hole. So OP comes in with an edit and says, Okay, I messed up. I genuinely thought Jay would be okay with this. Jay has always treated my son so well. I guess I misread treating him kindly as being okay with being his father figure. I'm pretty sure I ruined this for myself, but most importantly, I hurt my son through all this. Edit 2, I called Jay and apologize. We're going to be taking a break. I'm going to look into making sure I didn't scar my kid with this. So then, of course, OP kindly comes back to update the post and says, People still seemed interested in my post about introducing my boyfriend Jay's parents to my son as grandma and grandpa. I thought I would update everyone on what happened. Immediately when I realized I was in the wrong, I called Jay and apologized for what happened. He told me he needed some space and wanted to take a break. I ended up calling his mother as well and apologized profusely. His mother forgave me and after I explained my reasoning, she said she didn't hold it against me. 
However, in retrospect, I think she was only being nice to me knowing her son was going to end the relationship. Speaking of, Jay ended the relationship. I decided to take the advice given here about sitting down with Jay and getting on the same page about our relationship. I also saw some of the comments here about taking a break equals relationship ended. So I called Jay and told him that I wanted to talk sooner rather than later about this. We met yesterday. And while I feel our talk went well, it was really obvious to me that Jay was done with a relationship. He said that while he always knew that me and my son were a package deal, he had not decided that at that point if he was truly going to take on the dad role for my son. He felt like my interpreting his niceness and acceptance of my son as a fatherly role was a red flag for him overall, especially because we had never talked about it at all. He said that the real problem he had was me deciding that his parents were grandma and grandpa without even talking to him about it. My original refusal to apologize and expecting him to as well were part of it as well. There are other things he brought up that I feel are beyond this issue anyway, so I'm going to leave them out. Many of the criticism left on my original post lined up with what he said, so I can really say for certain I messed up big time. I apologize, but I knew there was really no hope of saving this, so I didn't push when he said he felt that we should end the relationship. Overall, my last post made me realize that I really need to work on my own expectations for my partner and how he will fit into my son's life. I also really need to work on my own communication skills. And look, Opie said in the first post that they absolutely messed up. But I do like it when someone reads these posts because often it doesn't happen. They usually double down. But when people read these posts and they come back into it and say, you know, I did mess up and there's a lesson to be learned and I'm still learning about it. I think that's a wonderful thing. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Vaily Vaily Zero. Probably pronounced that completely wrong. I do apologize. And it's titled Breaking Up with Girlfriend slash Fiance of 11 Years Because All She Wants to Do is Party. I'm 28 male, not too big of posting. So let's see how this goes. I've been with my now fiance 29 female for 11 years. We were high school sweethearts. As of late, all my fiance wants to do is go to bars and drink with her new friends slash co-workers. And it's really starting to bother me. For some context, as I mentioned above, we've been together for 11 years. I was into football playing in high school, so I have slash had a more athletic build. She was more of a loser, not trying to be harsh, just being honest in high school. So she was more lonely. With me being an ex-football player and going to college, I got invited to parties and gatherings constantly. She's always been unsure of herself, so she really didn't want me to go to those gatherings. She insisted that I was going to find someone better than her, so I shouldn't go. I'm more of a homebody anyway, so I don't mind not going. Don't get me wrong, I would have liked to attend some of the gatherings, but I would rather comfort her more by not going. Fast forward the last two years and she just started a new registered nurse nursing job. We both have really good jobs and make good money. She started getting invites to hang out with friends after work. I'm not a jealous guy, so I don't care. We both work overnight, so she would go to breakfast with her co-workers in the mornings after work. Again, I'm not worried about it. The breakfast in the morning slowly progressed her where she was going bar hopping with her friends at night and not getting home until 3am. She lost some weight in that time, so I attributed it to being more confident. We're saving for a house, planning on having kids soon, and I just proposed in December, and she wanted to be married by February 2023. With all that in mind, I've been grinding my butt to save extra money, picking up overtime shifts when I can, and making lifestyle sacrifices. 
One day she asked me if she can go to a bar with her co-workers for his or her birthday. Mind you, she had already been out three different times for co-workers' birthdays this month. I told her I didn't think it was a good idea and she should give it a little break. She got upset with me telling him not letting her live her life the way she wants to live her life. She also said, since I would, then it shouldn't be that big of a deal. I was originally scheduled off for that day, but I picked up an overtime shift. I told her that and she got upset. Now we're broken up and trying to figure it all out. She says I shouldn't hold her not allowing me to go places over her head. I told her that I'm not trying to hold it over her head, but we have life goals that require something different than just going out all night and having a good time. I told her I'm all for her going out, but she can do it in moderation. Maybe instead of going out with friends four times in one month, maybe she should go out with them two times in one month and pick up two overtime shifts. She said she doesn't want to do overtime on her days off, like I do. She's now saying I'm too demanding. Like if she wants to get tattoos all over her body, I should allow that. If she wants to smoke weed and party, I should allow that. I told her I'm not trying to stop her from doing what she wants to do. I just won't be here standing by until she's ready to get this family life back on the road. Am I wrong here? I'm losing my crap. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. OP then edits the post and says thank you for all the replies. Most of the comments seem to agree for the few that say why is four times too much per month? not about the times per se, it's more about me committing to furthering our future while she only wants to go out and have fun. If she was going out on average eight times per month, I would ask her to go out four times and pick up four overtime shifts. I know she's a nurse and we both have trying tough jobs, but drinking two to four times per week and bar hopping isn't the answer. I also forgot to mention that she's the one who was asking for more of a commitment prior to her starting a new job. She told me that we had been together too long for her to not at least have a ring on her finger or a child. She wanted all this first. When we were 22 to 25 years old, she would want me to have a child with her. I was uncomfortable at the time because I wanted to be settled in my career first. I grew up with a tougher lifestyle, so I wanted to make sure I could take care of my children by myself comfortably if it had come to that. Yeah, sorry for so many typos of the initial statement. I wasn't thinking it would be this many people looking at this lol. I would have at least proofread the first statement. Edit. This will be my last post, so I've decided to break up with her and get my ring back. Spent over 15k on the ring. Now she's literally on her knees begging, pleading, and asking for forgiveness. I told her that I'm over this relationship and that all she's doing is crying. Sucks it had come to this for her to truly understand how I was feeling, but it is what it is. Thank you everyone for the advice and I'll see what happens from here. Edit. This will really be my last post. 
it isn't. So I see a lot of people saying that I'm controlling. I'm not one to look past criticism, but I have to say I disagree. When she says I'm not allowing her to do stuff, should have been worded better. What I mean by that is she wants to seemingly be tatted from head to toe. She wants to be out trying molly, weed, mushrooms, etc. Because that's what her friends are doing. I'm sorry I would rather not have a girlfriend slash fiance with tattoos everywhere and does hardcore drugs. In addition to that, she already has three big tattoos on her person now from the top of her shoulder to her elbow type tats. I like what I like and nothing can change that. When I say allow, what I'm trying to say is she can do whatever she wants to do. However, if I don't like what she does, I have every right to leave, right? Am I wrong for not wanting a wife that's tattooed from head to toe and does mushrooms? As for the people advising, I should just talk to her more. The same attitude has been going on for seven months now. I talked to her when I first began to notice the change, but nothing has changed. Today was my breaking point. I hope I address most concerns. Lastly, for the people saying four times a month is not that much. I'm not saying four times is too much. I'm simply saying, could she at least implement some overtime in there somewhere? That way, she could live her best life while also showing me that she's still working towards our life goals. Last thing is some of you guys are dicks, lol. <laughs> I'm literally asking for advice. There's no need to be harsh to either me or her. Just give advice. That would be greatly appreciated. And the top comment on that post was, you grew apart, dude. The only thing I see wrong in this relationship is that allowing the other to do something is a thing. You are deciding for different things on life right now. What can you do? What can anyone do? We all should find what makes us happy and follow that path. It just seems like your path is not together with hers anymore. It sucks. That's it. OP then comes back to update the post 10 months later and says, I stayed with my fiance and it bit me in the ass. Hello Reddit, back at it again. So in my last post, I'm not sure if you can see it or not, I was talking about my fiance was starting to go out with her friends more. I don't really want to rewrite the entire post, so hopefully you can see it. Long story short, I found out she was cheating on me today. The crazy thing is, I was truly getting ready to leave her around the time of my last post. I was done, but she got pregnant. I stayed with her trying to make it work and she was cheating the entire time. Basically, I've been working overtime a lot because she doesn't get paid for her baby bonding time. Since she doesn't get paid, I picked up the slack and worked. We have ring cameras throughout the house that consistently picked up motion. While I was at work, I would repeatedly get a notification of motion detected. It's not uncommon for her to be up this late due to us having a newborn and the baby consistently being hungry. I go and check the camera and I hear she's on the phone. On the camera, it sounds like she's on the phone with a guy. I'm thinking to myself, that's strange. Let me call her and see who she's on the phone with. She says, oh, I was on the phone with my friend. The friend she was referring to is a female. I tell her to go watch the video because it sounds like she's on the phone with a guy. She says, no, she wasn't on the phone with a guy. She was listening to a video of a guy talking while talking to her friend. At this point, I'm on high alert. I'm trying to figure out how to catch her lie blatantly because she's adamant that this was a video of a guy talking that I was hearing. So here's what I do. I didn't want to tell her to send me the contact of her friend because her friend would obviously lie for her and she would delete the guy's number. Spoiler alert, she had the guy's number under her friend's number. So I FaceTimed her. I have her screen share with me. I then have her go to her friend's contact and strange why there is two numbers listed. She says, oh, her friend has two phones, so she had both numbers. I say, hmm, okay. I call the first number on my work phone and a guy picks up the phone. Shake my head. 
She finally admitted to talking to the guy for a year, but she claimed she hadn't cheated with him. She started talking to him when we were going through a rough patch in our relationship. I've always told her that if she wanted to be with someone else, she could just leave. I'm not a cry for you type of guy, and I would respect her a lot more if she was just honest about her wanting to be with someone else. Crap sucks. I've been with this girl for 11 going on 12 years. High school sweethearts. I'm not a bad looking guy and I've turned down a lot of women to be faithful to her. She literally wasted a ton of my life that I could never get back. We just had a kid and bought a house together. Now all of that is over with. So I guess the moral of the story is don't ignore the signs of cheating. Her phone would always be on do not disturb. She suddenly wanted to be out with her friends. She would do other suspicious things that I can't think of right now. I'll be getting a paternity test on the child to see if he's mine. Just heartbroken and torn. I'm not the end myself type, so don't worry, lol. Just need time to get over the heartbreak. Thank you for reading. An update. To add to the heartbreak, I learned that this guy she cheated on me with is 37 years old with five kids. For comparison, I'm 29 with no kids, except the one I might share with her. I make 150k a year with a really stable job. She's also 29. He's a hospital janitor. Can't make this crap up, dude. She cheated on me with him after knowing him for one month. She had sex and sucked his stuff in his car and on their lunch break. You can't make this crap up. And the comments after this one, I won't read them, but I'll just give you an overview, were interesting to say the least. Obviously, everyone was against cheaters because cheaters suck and all this kind of thing. But they also weren't a fan of OP in this situation either and their words throughout. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for getting involved. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.